The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back to the show, 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved, it's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club, currently drinking my coffee, courtesy of The Beanery, the official coffee of Coffee and Cream. They offer ice, they offer hot, they offer frozen. I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking hot, excuse me though, DB, because it's cold outside and I gotta stay warm. You just warm. said it was nice. No, you said it was nice. No, you, you said you it was s- warming up. You did. You said on this. Oh, it's nicer than yesterday. Oh yeah, it's all relative, right? Well, it's still cold. It's still under 32 so, degrees. So did you just only warm it up a couple of degrees or just stop it no i got the same it's, it's the same temperature as it was yesterday i, I think we got one <laughs> they roast their own coffee they're locally owned and operated they have four locations in gretna papillion ashland and the new location which they just opened in october which is off 168th and giles go to the beanery get yourself a cup of hot joe today is that what you got it is right here in here Smells good, too. A little French vanilla action. I should Mm -hmm. send my buddy there and tell him to see if he can make up his own Hot John because he likes another place. Hot John or Hot Joe? He likes another place in town, but his name is John. And I'm going to tell him, hey, you need to be going to the beanery. The beanery can make you a Hot John. You just call it something else. Mm -hmm. Like, always leave the plastic on my rear windshield wiper, John, because it's always on his rear windshield wiper. I have no idea why he does that, but whatever. Do you think Brandon Vogel does that? Let's bring him in right now. No. Hey, Vogels, no. welcome to the show. Do you leave plastic on your rear windshield wiper? No, I don't. Not in my current car, I don't have a rear windshield wiper, but that would definitely be not be something I would do. Generally, we gotta get <laughs> we gotta get all the the protective packaging off of off of things. That's that's kind of my approach. Life. Same, baby. I know we have limited time, but I have to ask you this because I forget I forgot what the reason is. Why do they put that on the rear windshield wiper again? Do you know? Um, great question. I, I, I can't Somebody I told me once, and I forgot. Shane, do you know? They're used to prevent the spinning bristles of the automatic brushes from getting caught in the wiper mechanicals. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's too advanced. That definition's too advanced so, for me. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of advanced and that voice, Brandon Vogel, you're perfect. Do you remember, or is this revisionist history? Remember Coach P. Polini and eva- wanting to evaluate senior tape. Nebraska fans thinking that they didn't value in-state guys because he said he wanted to evaluate senior tape. It was coupled with the fact he was carrying in the mid-70s in terms of scholarship guys. How that kind of worked against him over time, right? If you were in the other camp, it was, ah, those are Callahan's guys. And so that became a sticking point. But since this new staff has been here, we've heard big numbers, giving themselves a chance for a success rate. 
we're still needing to evaluate senior film, but we're going to give ourselves margin for error. Is that the difference in sentiment, or is it because we haven't seen them play a game yet and we're excited? <laughs> I, I think I think it might be mostly mostly the latter. And you know, Matt Rule, <clears throat> so far it is his his press conferences are are fun, laid back. He's kind of got this uh, get the doc ready, doc drop ready, Shane. He's got this kind of no big deal vibe to him throughout um <laughs> and it, it's just it's it's fun because you know yes they haven't played a game yet but i remember very well i think all of the big 10 media days that i attended where Polini was still nebraska's coach that would come up wanting to watch senior film and back then you could do it you know you only had the february signing day but it always made people i think a little bit nervous because you're watching nebraska would be into December and maybe ranked like eighth in the big 10 in the team recruiting rankings. And then they'd end up about fourth, which is where they tend to end up uh, because they would go on a strong close because that was how Polini preferred to do it. But you're always walking this line of like, Oh, are they just waiting for the season to get over to really get started here? Uh, whether that was true or not, I do definitely remember that kind of being a perception. Vogel, what was your biggest takeaway from that press conference? <sighs> <clears throat> the story of, of DeAndre Barnes, uh, I yeah. thought was, was re- <laughs> really, really interesting. I think on a, on a broader level, and you know, and Rule talked about this a little bit, but it wasn't really anything he said. But just kind of thinking about this class and what it be, you know, they're going to bring in with transfers and not even factory walk-ons into it yet. Uh, almost forty guys, I think thirty-nine new players. And you think about that, and, and I think Rule said at some point you know, since taking the Nebraska job, that first Baylor team, they had like 47, 48 scholarship players. They're bringing in 39 new players just to get this thing started. Um, it's, and you look at Colorado, uh, I think Colorado's up over 40. It's, it's crazy. I mean, how do you project that Colorado Nebraska game next September, which maybe nobody's that interested in doing quite yet when they, they both brought in almost 40 new players each, uh, it's it's just a different era um you know i think rule did note like they were able to see senior film with just the timing of things this year probably not the case with the december signing day not to this degree uh going forward i actually think you know it's interesting um because i would consider you extremely bright uh you've listened to a lot of different speakers and a lot of multitude of various sports academia whatever do you find yourself falling victim to dis when messages are that disarming? Like they take away your normal ammo and they keep you at bay because he's already divulging the counterpoints, i.e. the numbers, you know, hitting on 50%, the senior eval, Hey, we're still developing. We have to find guys. Those are who he's telling you the story all why all while booing potential counterpoints. Are, do you fall victim to that? Cuz I know you're smart. <laughs> oh, 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 absolutely. I mean, it's, crazy. it's, it's kind of a, a great rhetorical tactic. You know, I wasn't a speech and debate person, so I guess I don't know uh, the, the true ins and outs and science of this, but you can just see it from, from afar of like, okay, uh, you're probably going to ask about this. You're probably going to have this question. I'll just get that out of the way now. And I mean, you compare it to, to Bo Pelini, who definitely wasn't afraid to get confrontational. Um, and 
I, I think I, I think about it for myself personally, by the time we got to the end of the Bellini era, I was just kind of like, you know, a lot of the popular criticisms that were out there, I shared. And obviously, in retrospect, you look at that and you're like, eh, nine games a year was pretty darn good. You were in the hunt, which now would be the thing I tell, you know, any coach out there for any team, not that they're asking me, but like, be in the hunt, be in the hunt. Like, don't be, don't get tired of, of being in the hunt, because if you stay in the hunt, you get one of those seasons where, you know, things click a little bit, all of a sudden all your goals are possible. So, yes, that rule does a very good job of – I mean, I think he does this naturally. Um, I don't know how much strategy it is, but maybe, uh, of just being disarming. Hey, how about this? And we're going to play the quote here coming up because, of course, I, I, I stood up and, and ran around the house fist pumping. What does this have to do with winning – Wins and losses, nothing but everything, right? That was in the conclusion of saying, we want to eat together. I want my coaches to eat together. I want our players sitting down without their phones, understanding that their family, that their brothers are important to them. Hokey 2023, we're on the fly. We get mad at drive through or, man, I get it. Can't wait to watch this play out. Yeah, the, the more college football I am fortunate enough to cover and, and follow, um, it kind of goes back to you know how I felt you know, towards the end of the Bo Pelini era. Very different, you know, how I feel almost ten years later now. Like the, the more that I watch college football and college athletics in general, I think like true and lasting success is ultimately defined by how strong of a team you can build, and that is things like making sure these guys, you know, not making the guys eat together, but creating an environment where they want to. Creating an environment where, I mean, this might be a little bit tougher, where you don't have to say, hey, leave your phones outside. You know, some guys just start doing it naturally. Um, and I think, you know, until you get up to the the professional ranks, which, you know, might inform a little bit of what happened at, at Carolina, those things are really, really important. You got to have guys who want to go out there and play with and for each other. Um, and that all sounds like touchy feely, you know, I the <laughs> resistance, the resistance to it. But I, I really do think it's I, I really do think it's important. And you guys, I'm telling you, and sure as I'm sitting here, I used to wonder how we were going to win at Nebraska because I felt like it was too lovey dovey. Like, I remember being that guy in the locker room. I'm like, just yell at me. Like, tell me I sucked. Like, why are you telling me? There's rather say you why suck why are you telling you? me there's better in me? Like how do you know? Right? Like <laughs> is is that not crazy? It is. Yeah, it is. And and folks, real fast here cuz we got about a minute and a half to to maybe further the point DB's on. You know, this program or this fan base wants to see a winning program, but rule is all about talking about the importance of teaching the game to the young players so that they can learn and mature here with this program, which could stand out to as, hey, we may not win right away. It may take <laughs> a little time to win. So I, I, I use this word a lot, and I'm going to ask you again, as, and I'll give you about a minute to answer, but patience. Like, how patient does the fan base need to be? Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's always important, I think, realistically, in today's college game with the ability to add 40 new guys if you need to, if you want to, if you think that's how you can do it. Uh, you, you really get a year. I mean, I honestly, unfortunately, I think the patience meter is, is shrinking. Um, 
because of the way the college game has changed. So, so we'll see, you know, I think Nebraska has a good chance to, to have some level of success right away in 2023. If they don't, um, well, it, it, it kind of instantly ups the pressure uh, on the season that follows. But um, I, I think rule is going about this the right way. He's, he's good at messaging as we talked about. So it, it, it'll play out. Okay. For him, I think Brandon, you're the best man. We appreciate your time. We'll talk again next week. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks. That's Thanks, Brandon buddy. Vogel, managing editor for Hale Varsity. Toss him a follow on Twitter at Brandon. Is it L Vogel? I Vogel? I think it's L Vogel. The capital L? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Some some of these Times New Roman fonts, whatever it is. We're talking to Steve Jones next.